Bienvenue, Rich. Welcome to the podcast. And thanks, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. And yourself? No, I'm doing pretty well. And I mean, like for all of you that are, you know, joining us today, we're here with Rinch. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's quite a fella, you know, like doing a lot of cool things within the basketball side in Norway, you know, like very interesting story. And if, if you're interested in learning more about like, you know, stories like, like Rinch's and, and want to hear from key sport professionals, make sure to, you know, subscribe to this YouTube channel, you know, give this video a like and maybe, maybe uh, make a comment on like who you would like to see on the podcast in the near future. And we'll, we'll check that out. So Rinch, thanks, thanks again for, for joining us. And I mean, like, we're just going to dive right, right into it. And like, just tell us a bit about like your journey, you know, with basketball, like sort of like, you know, where did the, how did it all begin? Like, where does this love for basketball come from? It, it, it started with the dream team. You, have you ever heard of the dream team of uh, Barcelona? The Olympic teams of uh, the USA Olympic team that came in 92. Right. With, uh, Ma with Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird. Right, right, right. right. And, right. All, and all these Hall of Famers. That's where it started. That's where most kids of my generation started to play basketball, at least got the great interest. Yeah. And uh, basically that's where my journey began, began. I went and registered to the closest club back in Brussels. Right. And I had a great coach who had a really great passion about, about it. Um, Guy van der Velde, he will recognize himself. Right. And from there, I, I had like pretty quick uh, improvement uh, going from a small local club to the biggest club in the capital um, was among the best player of the of the region at, at, at the time. Nice. And um, and and um, moving on, going outside of Belgium, playing college basketball in the US, Maryland, which was my ultimate goal to be yeah. able to play college basketball, get a degree, and um, and eventually come back to Europe and play pro. Um, so from there in the US, I went to Scandinavia, to Denmark, to a little bit in Sweden, yeah. and now here in Norway. There you go. Well, what a what a journey. I mean, like we got to touch a little bit upon your 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 story in the US too, though. Just uh, how how was how was it to kind of like you know experience the the life of college basketball in the U.S. I mean, like it's it, it's kind of unique, I guess, in a, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, for me, it was more than just playing basketball. I mean, that's where I I became a man. Uh, right. I mean, um, you know, to to uh, uh, face life the, the the way the way it is, and yeah. uh, all the values that we learn with basketball. That's what I have. Used in life as well and this is why also i felt very very early that i would like to give back everything that right i learned no i think i think that's really great and i mean like i guess like that leads up sort of like to the question of like you know how did the basketball academy come in came into life because obviously you know you were playing you know in in sweden and like coming to norway and like where did sort of like this idea of of like the academy 
come from and like were sort of like the top I, I tell you what back in back in brussels i was um i was part of the program of, of what the university of brussels was doing but i was still in high school right and i was attending this program yep and um so we we had great trainings like individual training small group trainings and that gave me the inspiration very very early not knowing that i would do it Sure. But one thing, though, is that when I graduated from high school, then I told my uh, the principal, the school principal, that when I come back after my career, yeah, I will create an academy. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Yes, 20, 20 years plus later than now we're about to do, because we, we, we're going to open in Belgium as well, by the way. Nice. No, that's that's awesome. Have you have you talked to him though after about it? Like, well, I mean, I'm I'm sh I'm sure he, he probably have seen me. I'm sure yeah. that there has been teacher that 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 have been uh, ch uh, checking on me. But right. um, when the time comes, I will I will give him a heads up. That's for that's, sure. that, that's gonna be amazing. I'm sure it, I'm sure he's gonna be you know super proud of you and your accomplishments. And, and I mean, like as you said too, it's it's about like giving back, right? And sort of like you know contributing the, the lessons that you learn from like you know essentially going across the world you know playing mm -hmm. basketball being part of like these kind of like you know i guess academy and, and cultures of like development not only from like i guess like a technical aspect but also from a, a personal development which i think is you know extremely important and and i guess like something we will touch upon you know very soon in this this podcast too uh but but your journey with the, with the Range Basketball Academy in Norway sort of like you know started back in 2011 and and what what sort of like was the need you discovered and and how are you essentially like what was this need you discovered in Norway and how are you sort of like impacting I guess like the, the basketball side of things here from 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 your side when I when I, when I arrived in Norway like it, uh, you know as you, as you probably know it, it was very cold that here it was almost yeah. 28 <laughs> and I and I was thinking that okay after after that contract I'm 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 going south because I'm not right going to too cold <laughs> exactly but things kind of like moved on and on, on, on a personal level and um, and then um, looking at my environment I felt that okay maybe there is room to to do something right uh, take initiative and do something rather than waiting for somebody to give you the opportunity to do so. Yeah why not creating it right and basically all the the, the, the background that i i have received i mentioned belgium earlier yep. but i i started to coach in in the us when i was in college right and um you know in in, in youth development so all that experience i felt that okay well, why not try try something so i invested my time i invested my money right and and uh, and um, i had a uh, very positive response like immediately it, nice. it, didn't, it didn't take time it, it clicked immediately and i was able to um at least uh at the first beginning share my passion my my my, my knowledge yeah and and very quick i was also uh, i got some help from my friends internationally who came to help me out and we built this program that's that's awesome and i think like you touched upon something really important here that is already a great learning lesson from for, for a lot of the young people that are listening and that's sort of like you know it, 
the opportunity doesn't always stand there, right? So it's essentially about, okay, what can I do? Like, what can I create out of the facilities and, and environment that I'm in, you know, and just taking that initiative. Because I think, I think a lot of people, it's just like, oh, I'm waiting for that job to come knocking on my door. And, or like, I'm waiting on that person to come calling me or whatever that might be. No one is waiting for you. People, you got to take that initiative. And I think that's, that's a key lesson that you're like literally just saying, okay, you know, instead of me waiting, what can I do right now? You know, even if it's going to be like, you know, maybe a short lesson or a good, you know, learning experience, you never know where it's going to take you. And I was sort of like thinking the same too when I was starting Sporting Global, but I was like, you know, I don't know how it's going to go, but at least I'm going to learn a lot on it and I'm going to meet a lot of people. I'm going to, you know, see where things can go. And I mean, like, we're still here. So, you know, you never know where things is going to take you. So I think that's a key learning lesson there. Well, one particular aspect when I started, I, I, um, I saw a long-term vision. Right. So how um how could i at least at the time when i was alone starting it how could i develop a small kid yeah so that eventually at the teenage time or even at the adult time right you know, we, we can see the progression that's right. kind of what was in my mind so it was not yeah. like a one-time shot and then it's over right you do one activity and then yeah maybe you don't do it again i never thought it like that i always yeah. thought that we start and then we develop and we take it a little bit further and further right and i think that's important though from an academy standpoint right because i mean like your main job is you know developing players in a sense of like improving them you know in, in several different ways and and you need that long-term you know ability to to essentially have that impact and, and like, what are some of the key fundamentals that, that you are teaching at the academy? Like, what are some of the key pillars? And I'm thinking both like, you know, technically, of course, but also like, you know, maybe mentally, you talk a little bit about the, you know, the values, the, the cultures that, that you have experienced and that I guess you are bringing with you to the academy. Absolutely. But the, the, the values of life, um, just arriving uh, getting prepared before you get on the floor. Right. Um, the routine that you need to have before you get started. Yeah. Uh, um, all the different techniques that will enable you to actually feel comfortable. So you, you sort of create your own comfort zone. But eventually, right. every time you, you come back, you're taking a little bit further. Yeah, yeah. And this is something that you do alone. You see, so this is this is how this is how personally I um, I envision uh, basketball development. The, the the fundamentals. What can a player do with its own uh, his or her own capacity? Right. And take it to the next level. Right. Yeah. And and talking a little bit about like what sort of like I guess offerings of, of how, how how essentially like is this academy running? Like is it one on one session? Is it like group session? Like what what is our like the variety of options you guys are doing it, on teaching these? So we we um so we have the individual training, we have 
the small, the dual training, so with two. Right. The small groups with four. Yep. We have basketball camps. Right. We have uh, activities after school. And we have also, uh, we have a uh, team that travel, a traveling team. Sure. And also a consulting program where we sort of um, are, we're opening doors to players who wish to go to the next step, playing abroad, whether it's professionally or yeah. college basketball yeah. or right. some things, uh, similar experience. But, yeah, I think I think it's you know having that variety, but but um, like obviously in the current situation, right, with the with pandemic, I guess it's you know put down some limitations for you, of, and and of course like following the regulations, like what what kind of like you know challenges have you had to overcome, I guess, with the pandemic, you know now, I guess like from from last year and, and all the way to now, and what are some of the steps that you guys are taking to sort of like you know keep. I guess like keep keep the momentum going of, of the academy because I think yes. there there are still a lot of opportunities and potential for doing things. Yes, the, on on the prime time, I'm talking about Norway. On the prime time, we 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 ran our activities on a limited numbers, which right. we could do the, according to the rules. Yeah. Until until the, the the facility could not be open. Yeah. So um, that, that, that has happened recently. And um, from there, we then had to concentrate on how can we elaborate a program so that when we reopen, we are ready. Yep. Yep. Not, on, not only on the local level where we have been working, but right. nationwide. Yep. So that's, that is some work to in fact plan. Now we have the time in a way, right. the, 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 the <laughs> The, the downside is that we cannot be active on the court, yeah. but we can be active on the preparation on what can be done in the near future, right? nationwide and internationally. Right. And I mean, like, um, you know, just to bring it back to like what you said about preparations, right? Of like, even like from like, how do you prepare players? I mean, like you, you kind of like just have to do the same now, you know, with, with your- with Absolutely, your there, there's no secret. There is, it's yeah. simple. I mean, to, to my conception and the way I have been uh, brought up to, to this game. Right. So it's, it's, it's like going for an exam. Right. The, the, the chances that you're going to do great at your exam is if, if you are prepared. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. The only, <laughs> I guess, uh, difference is that this is pleasurable, but. Right. I mean, like, that's how we do it. can be pleasurable, too. <laughs> 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 but but that's, a, that's another story. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, obviously, you know, you, you mentioned a little bit on sort of like, you know, increasing your foothold both nationally and internationally and utilizing the time now to sort of like build that, I guess, foundation again. And, and obviously with that, it's, it's important to kind of like, you know, build, build a team, the right kind of players involved, you know, as maybe coaches or, or market or, or what that might be. And, and what kind of people are you seeking essentially to help you in this journey? And, and again, what kind of skills and values do they need to possess, you know, from, from your side? The skills, and, uh, the, the skills can be brought. The, the values, of course, are the values that, that I share. That means 
the care that we can give to people first before right. even thinking about the, the athletes. Yeah. Um, of course, um, how much passion they have and how much they are they are willing to dedicate. Preferably on the long term, right? It can be an experience, of course. It can be students who are uh, willing to have a, a, a short, a short-term experience, but a valuable experience, right. and move on. Right. Preferably, I would say uh, people who would like to go and seek an opportunity, not for um, well, not for the time being, but for themselves. Right, right. So, the idea of having an associate who are also are going to own their own their own work. Right. Yeah. I mean, like having the essentially the taking the responsibility and exactly and 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 being utilizing this time, you know, not only as a maybe as an entryway, but but like, how can I? How can you learn from it? And again creating creating value for not only yourself but for the organization you know in a sense of like where can this take us and i think you know having people there with you that share those similar values i guess as the company as well i mean like i think it's critical especially for like you guys within the academy right where you talk a lot about the values of the players and the fundamentals right of like how we want one thing is like how do we coach the players that we are, you know, having part of the academy and what we're teaching them. And I mean, like, it's essentially, or very essential, I would say that the coaches and the, the staff, right, that represents the academy have those values because Absolutely. it's sort of like alliance with like the entire value chain, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, we, the, 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 the global value to think that it's not about just what you do where you are. Right. You could be doing this in a complete different setting. Yeah. With right. the same, with, with the same. But but this is where we um, we separate ourselves from from anything that already exists. Right. You know, it it takes more time. It takes more uh, people who are dedicated. But that that's where the the beauty is coming to me at least. Yeah, and I mean like. That, that's what is important. You got to follow your your vision. And I think also like, you know, the reason why we touch a lot upon the values thing is that a lot of the younger generation too, like they want to be associated with, with people and organizations that, you know, think similar as them or like, you know, feel, I guess, like the same kind of aspects of them. And I don't know, I guess when you're young too, it's sort of like hard, maybe like, what do I stand for? And like, what is important for me? And I, and I wanted to encourage all of you that are, you know, listening here today as well of like, Maybe use like, you know, 10 minutes after this, this podcast, you just think a little bit about, you know, wh what do I stand for? What kind of values are important to me? And what do I essentially want to achieve? You know, what is important for me in life? And with that, I think it's, it, it's going to help you guide you, you know, as, as it's done for Rinch, you know, with like his basketball journey, building the academy and, and building the foundation of what the academy is all about. Because if you have a solid foundation, it's a lot easier to also like understanding how are you going to reach your your final destination, and I think that's a. We have, we have um, former player who actually wrote their thesis on what you're talking about, like in their right. master degree. They wrote their thesis on that. <laughs> so, well, 
share it, share it with me. <laughs> I think I, 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 I will share it with you. I, I, I posted some on, on social media, I will repost it. Nice. And in fact, one of them, uh, one of them will be, in fact, uh, opening the branch in Belgium. Nice. So, so we, 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 we agreed on that. So now I announce it here in this podcast. But uh, it, it gives you to, to, um, to sort of confirm what you just explained. Right. That, that's where we are. That, that's, that's and, awesome. and, the, and at the time, the boy was 14 years old. Oh. So nearly eight years later, he was doing his, he was presenting his thesis for his master's degree based on the uh, idea of creating a basketball academy on everything that, uh, well, that we just talked to. Talked about. I don't like that. Just proves the point of like you know putting down the time there and and following that I guess journey you know into what that might lead to and putting down the the preparations as we've been touching upon so many times. But I mean, like I'm thinking also like from you know we've been talking a lot of preparation. We've been talking a lot about values. But what what other tips do you have for sort of like you know, looking besides that, what sort of like tips you have for sports students, you know, maybe interested to work with basketball or maybe like on the academy side of thing and, you know, where and sort of like how should they, they begin their journey? Because I guess like it's maybe not as easy to kind of like go the academy route when you're sort of like, you know, fresh out of school, you know, maybe you just have passion for basketball, kind of like, you know, bringing back to like your story of like, you know, where basketball began. Would you want to be involved? Like from yours, how like how do you how do you start that that journey? Um, I'll I'll take my example. Uh, when I was in the United States, I uh, I volunteered for some organization first, uh, some youth uh, grassroots youth organizations. Right. So and I could then sort of tailor what I could do. I could see what was working, what was not working, and get some experience from there. And then very fast, uh, uh, people pick up your personality. You very quickly choose. It didn't take very much time. Uh, when I graduated from college, uh, the, athlete, the athletic director at um, Montgomery College asked me to be the assistant coach for the women's team. Yep. Nice. Uh, so, but it's just an example to, to tell you that there is a way to sort of get your your way in yeah my suggestion is try maybe some volunteer learn by yourself uh, learn by doing yeah uh sell your personality yeah. because at the end that's that's what it is sell your personality um make contacts don't be afraid to make contacts right. because they're very they can be very valuable and um, that at least that's the minimum that I can say here in this podcast. No, I think it's a really great advice. And I mean, like, if you're living in Norway, like, just just explore, like, you know, where's, I mean, like, in this case, of course, like, with, with, with us being based in Norway, like, if you're in Norway, or if there's another country, of course, that you're based in, and just, you know, just do like a search, right, of like, any basketball clubs in the area or like you know that and reach out to them and say hey 
I mean, like, I'm really passionate about working in basketball. Like, is there any way I can volunteer, you know, helping out? Like, you know, maybe like, and, and be a little bit proactive, like, oh, maybe with like some coaching, maybe like following like the assistant coach, if that's something that you're interested in, or maybe there's a different side of, you know, I guess like the basketball side you want to be part of them, you know, try to like learn from the people that are working in there. So I think, I think it's a great advice. And, and I mean, like, we have to just come back to the whole point of like, you got to take the initiative. You know, like that, I think it's just the the best way to 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 end this. You know, with like the initiative has to come from you. You know, and if you do, and you, as you said, showcase your personality um, and that you're passionate about this, you, you you can achieve a lot. You know, Rinch is a perfect example of like hard work, personality, and dedication, and having a you know even like coming. I mean, like it's not easy coming from a different country. And starting something in, in Norway. I mean, like, I'm Norwegian. I know how it is. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it, it is a really, you know, it just showcases, like, the opportunities there if you're willing to, to put down a work and you showcase, like, you know, what the value you're bringing and, and why you, the personality you stand for. Because I think also the values that you stand for is, is very important into, you know, your journey and where you've been part of. And I think that's something that people should think about you know, moving forward as a young, young sports student, professional, wherever field you want to study or be part of. Absolutely. And, and the long term, because, you know, it, it can take time. Yeah. Um, how do we evaluate that? You know, no, nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> um, but of course, by, by being consistent, uh, and, and that's um, to your question about in this in this particular time where you know we 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 have some challenges um keep showcase what you do somehow yeah that's that that that's um that's the only way to sort of show the world that you still exist because you can quickly disappear especially now yeah um that will be my my suggestion I think it's a perfect way to end this end this podcast with you know sh- showcase your work you know utilize the time now to to put yourself out there um, and yeah Rinch I, I would like to thank you you know so much for the time it's been a pleasure, pleasure. having having you here sharing your that you've been sharing your insights with us and and it's a it's a fascinating story and I mean like we're gonna work closely. You know, during this year, and we're gonna make sure that you know also basketball comes back at its at its speed. At least we'll we'll try to do our part <laughs> for whatever we can. But, but uh, I I really look forward. I, I saw what you what you do with, with your other part, uh, partners, and I follow very thoroughly, and I um, I really appreciate what you do uh, for for them. So I can expect definitely the same. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. <laughs> The, the expectation is high now. I mean, like that—that's <laughs> totally fine. We're we're here to deliver. So, for for those of you you know that been following us so long, you know, I hope you enjoyed the episode. You know, make sure to you know support the Ringe uh, Basketball Academy page at Sporting Global. You know, see what it's up to. We'll be sharing content there. You know, it might be some cool opportunities coming up as well. So stay tuned for that. And uh, and yeah, don't forget to subscribe and and, and like the video. So with that, Ringe. Well, we're going to finish up with some Norwegian this time. And that's Visnakos. Visnakos. Perfect. Have a good one. Have a good one.